Fall camp for the 2023 season for your Clemson Tigers begins this week, just in about two days. What should we expect? What are some of the storylines and things that I'm looking forward to? I'm going to tell you next on the Locked On Clemson podcast. You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Clemson family? Welcome back to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, your daily podcast covering your Clemson Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. My national scout over with the Draft Network, as well as uh, part of the co-host team of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Guys, thank y'all for making Locked On Clemson your first listen today and every single day, Monday through Friday. Appreciate you being the family and being my every single dayers, man. Shout out to you guys for all the support. We have a fun show. We're previewing we're going to talk about fall camp for your Clemson Tigers. We're going to get into, is it the year? Is 2023 the year of Justin Maskell and his big jump uh, for your Clemson Tigers off the edge? Uh, we're going to talk about offensive tackle, new offensive tackle, new starting right tackle, Tristan Lay. He's under the spotlight in, in fall camp. And then we're going to open up this show with offensive continuity. How quickly, guys, how quickly? Can this offense gel, man? And that's going to be the big thing because no matter how much talent you have offensively, being able to gel, right, from all facets, passing game, run game, receiver, quarterback timing, offensive line continuity, right, having those guys work as a full-fledged unit, uh, at one, well, what was it, uh, one sound, one mind or whatever it is, you know, that phrase, you know, you want it to be like that, right, to where they're moving, just one step at a time, like a full as, as one uh, core unit, right, and, and everything like that. And of course, K. Klubnik being the, the 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 trigger man, the point guard, whatever you want to call him at the helm, you absolutely need to be able to get that continuity down, right? And and, and with Gary, especially, and the reason, the big reason why this this is a a thing that I'm looking forward to for fall camp is because it's a new offense, guys. Yes, you had spring training, and yes, you train over the summer and everything, but now. The rubber meets the road because you are getting ready for season preparation. So, yes, that's what I look forward to. I look forward to how quickly this offense can gel. How quickly can Cade Klubnik truly be comfortable? I'm talking comfortable enough to where he can give Gary Raleigh, you know, the trust in himself where Gary, you know, in, in Cade, where Gary says, okay, I trust you to make calls and checks at the line of scrimmage. I trust you to make offensive line protection adjustments I trust you to make those things happen, right? But also, just you know, again with the up front, uh, the getting the 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 best five, getting the 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 five that are going to be on that you expect to be healthy all season and to be your starting unit. Get those guys completely comfortable, right? And, and I, you know, spoiler alert: I have one of their offensive linemen. He's one of the, the younger offensive linemen, back of offensive linemen. Mason Johnstone is going to be on the show tomorrow, so just check out for uh, be, keep an eye out for that. But um, on, on Wednesday, but yeah, I mean. Just getting the best five out there, getting the five that you need, and not only getting the five that you need, but then okay, getting those guys to gel. So it's it's one you know, one sound, one mind, one body, all that good stuff. Whatever that saying, I can't get it right, but you know what I mean. You've heard it. So <clears throat> I think that's a big thing right now. Is that I'm really curious, right? And, and especially the run game, because I can tell you as a former running back, you know, 
you can't do much. You cannot do much if the offensive line isn't getting the push. If they're not working together on double teams, right? If they're not working together to whether it's Gallup technique, whether it's reach blocking, whatever it is, it, you know, if you got a, a GT counter, right, and you got the guard tackle pulling to the opposite side of formation to lead Will Shipley or Phil Moffa, you know, up, you know, up to daylight, right? Well, if those guys aren't really the timings off, the one's too close to the other, and it's slowing down the run and everything like that. You're allowing defenders to get into the alley to, to clog that lane. And now your running back doesn't have anywhere to go. And now he's dancing in the backfield. He's trying to string plays out. He's trying to make something out of nothing. And I think that's the big thing for me, guys, is you don't want that. So, yes, offensive continuity is big. And then, uh, again, you know, yes, you want to see Cade, you know, take command of this offense and everything. But you want to see how much, right, how much will we see the run game? I, I, I expect it to be a, a heavy dose. I expect a heavy dose of the run, including Cade's legs, right, and with his ability to improv, uh, improvise, right, on the fly and, and things like that, but also zone read and QB keepers and everything. But with Phil Moff and Will Shipley, the, the, the snap share, how are you going to devy that up, right? I expect a bigger snap share for, for, for uh, Phil Moffa in 2023. Now, do I expect him to out-snap or be – Within 10% of the snaps of Will Shipley? No, I I don't because of Will Shipley's ability as a <clears throat> as a weapon out of the backfield and be able to run routes a little bit and all that type of stuff. I think that you, you'll see him moved around more. I I, I want to I want to see how you know Gary Riley is going to use these two particular bats because like I, I think I've told you guys before last year you know it was a Kendra Miller show at TCU right they had a, a I think it's Demario or something like that. I can't remember the running back, the backup running back's name for TCU who gave, you know, Michigan all types of fits, right? But he was kind of in the, almost in the same mode of Phil Moffa, a uh, dense frame, strong physical guy. So, but he didn't play a lot, you know, because Garrett Riley ran his head horse, his, his top, his top stallion. And that was Kendra Miller, uh, who's now with the New Orleans Saints. Now, do I believe him to run it as heavy, you know, that have such a discrepancy, right? In terms of, oh yeah, you know, Kendrick Miller had two hundred, maybe three hundred carries or whatever, whatever it was. Another guy has like seventy. No, I don't think it's going to be like that. But I am interested to see how you know much, you know, how they split those reps for uh for Shipley and for Mafa because that's going to be big, just in general, man. It gives diff- defense different looks. Um, and, and how, I also want to see: Can we get some 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 uh, some twenty two in shotgun? Can we get a little uh, double double back in the backfield with 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 Cade being flanked by Will and Phil Moffa? Will and Phil, you know, Will and Phil. Can we can we get a little Will and Phil in the backfield together in, in shotgun and really kind of get some motion? I just want to see the creativity that that this offense is going to bring as well. Like I said, the the continuity is going to be big, gelling, uh, being creative. Uh, getting everything down packed. How quickly does that happen in fall camp, especially with pads on, stuff like that, where guys can hit, tackle and hit and whatnot, and and, and everything. I'm I'm looking forward to that because guys, at the end of the day, like that 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 offensive continuity. If the offense takes six five, like not even six, because you only have what twelve thirteen. If the offense takes three or four games to get rolling. It's going to put a lot more onus on the defense, a lot more stress on their shoulders, a lot more weight on their shoulders to carry the load and knock off some some 
pretty decent opponents in the first five weeks of the season. So you want them to get that, that chemistry down pack. You want to see Cade. My, I think my last point is this. You go back to the spring game. I believe he threw two interceptions and everything. He looked okay. But, again, it was a new offense, right? First time running a new fall offense in a game-like uh, simulation or situation. You want to see him improve on that. You want to see him string together uh, days and really find his footing in this offense where he is comfortable and knows the, the, the playbook like the back of his hands. He knows the route timing with his receivers, all that good stuff. He knows all of that. Like literally, like the back, like reading something off the back of his hand. Like he already knows it. He already knows it. So you just want to see a, a better performance, more consistent performance from your star quarterback, Kay Klubnik, uh, heading, you know, for for fall camp. That's part of my uh, you know, offensive continuity spiel and, and for the to open up this show, man, because this offense has some I think this offense has some high octane and potent scoring potential on it. But they have to they have to jail. I've said it multiple continuity and gelling for this offense is going to be uh either the uh the 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 blessing to the you know the the, the climb to the mountain right the the propeller the 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 trampoline uh what have you or it could be the thing that the Achilles heel that holds them back so we're going to talk about you know we're going we're going to keep an eye on that right and everything there by talking about the offensive line we're going to go some fall camp spotlight where we're going to spotlight a player and we're going to look at right tackle Offensive tackle, Tristan Lay. All right. He didn't, he, he's the new starter, supposedly. So we're going to talk about him and what we need to see from him to be comfortable with him at the starting, at the, with the starting gig coming up next on the Locked On Clemson podcast. Our championship team is all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle, every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and or accessories, head over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game, baby, when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride, baby. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The spotlight in fall camp is on offensive tackle, red shirt, sophomore, and projected starting right tackle, Tristan Lay. And, guys, I just talked about offensive continuity in the first segment. I talked about the offensive line, getting together, gelling together, playing well together. I talked about that, right? Now, that's going to come down to a new addition to this offensive line in terms of the starting lineup. A guy that played, I think, five games last year. I believe he had only 50 snaps, and that's Tristan Lay. I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm looking at the numbers here. Uh, shout out to PFF. I'm pretty sure that Tristan Lay, yes, five games. Looks like he, he had 50 offensive snaps, uh, blocking snaps and everything. 24 run blocks, 26 pass blocks, no sacks, no hits, no hurries, no pressures allowed. He had two penalties, though. And he started he, he and those 50 snaps were on the left side of the offensive line, right? Well, according, you know, again, this is all this is all projection based according to or ourlads.com. They have uh sophomore Blake Miller 
They have Blake Miller, who was, uh, you know, he, he played 14 games. He had 944 uh, snaps. So he played a bulk of the snaps. He was a starting right tackle. They have him uh, projected to play, just be starting at the left tackle. So either way, regardless of Blake stays on the right, uh, stays at right tackle and Tristan stays on the left, nonetheless, Tristan is a newcomer. He's a new starter. So what am I looking for? I want to see him get his feet settled, get his feet under him, play well. You got a very talented defense. So the spotlight is on him. The lights are bright. When when you get to one-on-ones and you see Xavier Thomas, right? You're dealing with uh uh, uh Justin Maskell, right? You 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 see the different edge rushers, TJ Parker, Zaire Patterson, right? Maybe you 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 see some you get some reps against Rook and Tyler Davis, okay? Kade Denhoff, Jaheem Lawson. You got a lot of defensive players on this team. And in the on the front lines that have extreme talent, so this young man should be tested and tested early. So you want to just see him play with confidence, right? Play with confidence, and not just play with confidence. Again, it depends on where he lines up. If he's a left tackle, he that that's I think that's why our lads projects Blake to be the left tackle because he played almost a thousand snaps last year, which you don't want. Kate is a right-handed quarterback, which you don't want. As Kate even talked about at the AC media day, he's working through and improving on his ability to work in the pocket and different things of that nature. Here's what you don't want, ladies and gentlemen. What you do not want is for him to have to worry about his blind side with a new starting tackle in a Christian lane. Now, again, if Blake played almost a thousand snaps on the right side, he would still be a new left tackle. But playing the game of college football and playing high amount of snaps will not be a detriment to him as it, or, or, or a reason for concern with, with Blake Miller as it would be for Tristan Lay. So with Tristan Lay, man, you, mean, you, you think about just uh, what would he bring, 6'6", 315, right? You want to see this young man just move well. You want to see him play well in the run game, be physical. Um, like I said, I expect that this team with two talented, two of the top talents at, at running back in the country to run the ball Quite a bit, and you know what I mean. And I'll talk talk to Mason Johnstone, uh, you know, backup offensive lineman tomorrow about the run game and you know, you know how much he expects them to run it and everything. But again, like I think that's that's going to be a big part of that with Tristan six, but six six three fifteen man, like that's a big boy. You want to see him go out there. The spotlight is bright. I'm telling you, the spotlight is bright. You want to see him uh, compound days, right? Get play well day one. Right, and and it's going to be peaks and valleys. I get that, but I'm just saying you want you want you prefer to see. All right, good start to camp day one. Better start day two, day three, four, five, and six. By the time we get to day twelve, that he's out there really in in playing within himself. Right, he's in rhythm. He's comfortable. He's doing the things that he knows he needs to do that will make him successful in and help not just make him successful at his job. But uh, uh, essentially being the result of him being successful at his job helps the offensive line being successful at their job, which helps Kay Klubnik, Phil Moffa, Will Shipley, Adam Randall, you name it. Everybody will be successful if the offensive line can do their job. So I'm keeping the eye on just the how he how he practices and everything like that. I'm trying to uh, to get a uh, a beat on what practices open to the media and if it fits my scouting schedule and stuff like that, so I can go and really give you guys a first, a, you know, first hand look, a bird's eye view being there. But nonetheless, I'll definitely, you know, be able to, to check in with some of the people 
um, that I'm close to with the program and, and know who's performing well, who struggles, stuff like that. So, yeah, that you know, like I said, at the end of the day, guys, for, for Tristan Lay, it's, it's not go out there and be Trent Williams and be an all-pro NFL tackle. It's just going out there, proving you belong, giving the coaches the confidence. I always say this. People say quarterback is the most difficult position to play in football. I, I, I entirely disagree. I believe it's cornerback and I believe it's tackle because those are the only two positions that you are requested and, and, and expected and required to play on the, on the island when you have another like human, another grown man, right? A better athlete most times charging at you while you're retreating and you have to do your job and stopping them from being successful when they're gaining nothing but momentum and you're retreating backwards. It's the most, I'm telling you, I'm telling you offensive, offensive tackles and, and, and darn corners, man, two toughest positions to play in football, especially at the NFL level. So the spotlight is bright, right? I was going to be on Tristan late for me uh, and, and see how he performs and how he plays, uh, you know, in all of camp, you know, and then get ready for the season, man. Cause Dwayne Carter is just a couple weeks out. He's just a couple weeks out ladies and gentlemen but guys we going let, let's we talk about a couple weeks out a couple weeks out from the start of the season and it's 2023 is this the year that we should expect a big jump from justin maskell edge rusher opposite of xavier thomas no kj henry uh no miles murphy we're going to talk about him next and what should we what we should expect on the locked on clemson podcast is it the year of justin maskell is it his time to break out Right, young man has been on the team since what 2018. And when you say DP, what do you mean is it his time to break out? Well, in what five years since 2018, this is going to he, he's a six year senior. He only has per PFF two sacks, 12 QB hits, 21 hurries, right? And that's it, you know, 23 run stops as well in his Clemson career. Now don't get it twisted. He's been behind some really talented dudes, KJ Henry and Miles Murphy, and Xavier Thomas as well. Uh, when you think about what he's what he's had to deal with, you know, being behind, you know, NFL talent for sure that happens. But he has stayed the course for 2023. He didn't transfer. He didn't go to the NFL draft, even though he could have. Right? He said, "No, I want to come back." And he's, and he, I know, I'm pretty sure he's looking to have a big impact on this 2023 Clemson football, uh, Clemson Tigers defensive unit, man, and their pass rush. And, and for me, when you are six foot four, 255 pounds, yes, you expected to make an impact typically because you looked apart. You, you're one of those guys, you know, one of my favorite uh, phrases is hop off the bus. Those football, those guys that hop off the bus at games, and they look like football players. You want you don't know how good they are, but they look the part, right? They got the swag on. They're 6'4, 260 off the edge. They they come out the starting blocks quick, all that stuff that's, that can intimidate opponents, right? Justin Masco has the look, right? He has the look. Now you just want to see him put it on tape, right? Play having the look is one thing, playing to the look. It's another, and I think that's what that's why I'm asking the question, guys. Y'all tell me in the how me holler at me in the comments. Let me know what you expected for Justin Masco. Is it his year? Is it the year of Justin Masco in 2023? I don't know. I'm 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 interested to see how he handles camp. Right, we're talking about camp previewing camp and storylines to keep an eye on. That's what I'm kind of looking for with him. I, I want to see 
can he give a Tristan Lay fits, right? Can he give a Blake Miller fits? At 255, is he just a hand-in-the-dirt pass rusher, stand, or is he going to give you some stand-up looks? Can he, not just off of, like, you know, twist stunts and loops and all that, but can he reduce inside as, like, a three-tech uh, single-gap pass rusher? Can he do that for you? You can get Because a lot of times you just want to get the best guys um, on the on the field, no matter how you have to do it. So can he give you some flexibility and versatility in Wes Goodwin's uh, in the second year West Goodwin system? We will find out in camp, right? But I think that's going to be that's the thing for me is like if it's going to be Justin Maskell's year, he's got to come out in camp and play with his hair on fire. I'm talking pass rush moves, pass rush plan, right? Setting the edge in the run game, being physical, being powerful, being quick off the ball. You need to see those things for this young man because he looks the part now, play the part, and that's the big thing. Don't just look at play it. And I think he can do it, guys, especially Xavier Thomas, right? Xavier Thomas being healthy for a full season. If he's able to generate 25, 35, 40 pressures, guess what that does to the quarterback? That flushes them away from from some from uh Xavier, from Thomas. And guess what it's gonna do? Flush them right over to Justin Masco. So it's some they're gonna be uh, he's gonna have opportunities. Like I said. Let me go over the numbers one more time. One more time in his career for Clemson since 2018. He only has two sacks, 12 QB hits, and 21 hurries, right? Two batted passes as well. So with this year being the year that he's a full-time starter, no backup and rotational player, full-time starter, what am I saying? I think that he's going to have some chances to have two sacks in the game, none, none alone more than two sacks for the season because he, he will be kind of the power rusher or could be the the – collapser to the speed of Xavier Thomas and then he can get those cleanup sacks right because he still you want to see him uh you know and, and get the pressure I think in his his best pressure season in terms of hurries and pressures was he had two and it was 20 2019 he had six and then 2021 he had six but again like you're talking about just you know pass rushing just just snaps uh 2019 so in 2018 he only played eight total snaps for the season 2019, 245 snaps. 2020, 385 snaps. 2021, 201 snaps. And 2022, he played 297 snaps. So what am I saying? Opportunity presents itself. Opportunity plus preparation can equal production. And I just want to see him. I believe that he'll be prepared for the opportunity that he's going to have in 2023 to be the full-time starter and go out there and make the plays that he needs to make and make it make an impact. Right, make an impact, and I think that you could have yourself a very dangerous duo of pass rushers to go with a very dangerous duo on the interior with Rook Ororo and Tyler Davis. You know what I'm saying? And Peyton Page as well on the D line, and and Barrett Carter. This this defensive front is loaded. So Justin Maskell doesn't have to go out there and be the guy by himself. He just has to be a piece, just to be a a piece of the pie, a, a key. Uh, to, to, to the machine, right? A, a, a cog in the machine of sorts. He just has to play his role, but you want to see him be as productive as he potentially, as he possibly can. And like I said, don't just look the part, play the part. And I'm expecting him to have a good season. So is it the year? It's 2023, the year of Justin Maskell. We'll find out. Uh, we'll find out when the pads get popping, but campus, if it's going to be campus, it's time to set the, to set the, to set the table. Right, blaze his own trail and, and set it afire, and let everybody know. Hey, you see who that smoke is? 
That's just Justin Mask go off to another sack. That's just him getting another pressure. That's just him getting a forced fumble. That's all you want. That's all you need. That's all you ask for, guys. But, man, t- thank you all for tapping in with your boy today. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it is available uh, on, 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 the, on the YouTube section. Uh, and aspect, guys, please. We're trying to get the, the channel to 1,000 subscribers. Football is almost here. Thank you all for, for all the support and everything that you've been doing. But let's keep it. Let's keep ramping it up. Go subscribe. All right. Like uh, every every video. Comment when you when you find something interesting to talk about. Holler at me because I will respond to you. But also hit the bell notification so you're notified whenever I drop content, whether it's a YouTube short. Every time I have some of that stuff for you guys as well. And we'll be chatting in the community champ- chat as, as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, on tomorrow's show, like I said, I have backup offensive lineman. Uh, I believe he's a true, true sophomore. And one of my guys, uh, Mason Johnstone, will be on the show uh, for majority of the show tomorrow, talking offensive line play, this new offense, and the defenders that he's going that he's faced uh, and everything like that. So he's going to give us some some in first insight on what it's like to play in the trenches and everything, as well as his own personal goals for the 2023 offseason and season, uh, guys. But. In terms of Twitter, go find and follow me there at DP underscore NFL. Talk to me because I do talk back. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Go Tigers.